The road before me twists and turns, pulling, pushing, dragging me along. I climb and claw and cling to keep my balance. I dangle from a precipice, not daring to breathe for fear I will slip into the abyss. I dash headlong down racing roads, gasping for air and reason and rest. I meander amid silent forests, lost in thoughts of nothing much as I look for a path ahead. I strain against the winter wind that cuts through the canyon of my weariness. I coast along and enjoy the view, appreciating beauty at my feet. I conquer peaks and discover secrets found and lost before. I warm with hope and exhilaration at surprising turns the roads have taken. I laugh and cry and question as I try to comprehend my way. I know where I have been, but the way before me is a mystery. I know only, sometimes joy, sometimes pain, always the journey. It's often said that uh, life is a journey, and perhaps that sounds like a cliche, but in reality, it's true. Life is not static. It is not standing still. The minutes the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years are all moving. From the moment we are born, life is a journey. We are going somewhere. The question is, where? For Margaret, the earthly journey has come to an end. But for those of us who stay behind, the journey continues. So I would like to consider with you for the next few moments some thoughts about life's journey. Margaret had a journey of 104 years. That just blows my mind. On her journey, she made choices. She chose the roads she would take. She chose the turns she would make. She chose where she would stop along the way. She chose when to move on. She chose when to turn around. At every step on her journey, she made choices. And at every step on her journey, she was defined by the choices she made. Had her journey ended somewhere along the way before now? The road she had chosen, the turns she had made, the places she had stopped, the decisions she made to move on, the decisions to turn around would have defined her. At that moment, her journey ended. Margaret was the person she chose to be on her journey. Now it is true that life 
gives us things we didn't ask for or want. And life sometimes simply just isn't fair. And for many, this reality is all the excuse they need for living as they do and acting as they do. I can't help the way I am, they say. And they blame the person they are on the circumstances they have encountered or maybe the family that raised them. But they fail to accept a truth. And that truth is that every day, every moment of our lives, we have the power to choose. We cannot always choose what life will bring, but we always have the power to choose how we will deal with it. And it is those choices we make on the journey that determine who we are. Margaret chose to walk in the way of the Lord, to trust in Him, and let His Word be a lamp unto her feet. She chose to make the journey with her hand in His. I would ask you to consider this morning, this afternoon, if your journey were to end tonight, tomorrow, next week, are you the person you want to be? The choice is yours. Margaret had a long and fulfilling journey. And there were those who followed her on much of her journey. There is, however, not one of us who really sees all the journey of another person. Children, as they become old enough to, to become aware, observe the journey of their parents, and they feel they know them. But in truth, they only know a part. They did not see the journey before they were born. And when they grow and leave home, there is yet more they do not see. And parents, too, only see a portion of the journey their children make. The only one who sees it all and can truly know and understand is the one who created us. This crochet that Margaret did, it's beautiful. But you know, if you stand up really close to it, you can't hardly tell what it is. You can just see little parts of it. But when you back away, you can see the whole thing. That's our God. He sees it all. The psalmist writes about this in Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down. Even before there was a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. 
Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? For you formed my inner parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame is not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when yet there was not one of them. Margaret knew her creator, and she knew that she was known by him. And so she sought to walk faithfully in his eyes. Now, in one respect, Margaret was not any different than any one of us sitting here. She was imperfect. We are all imperfect. We all try to be what we know God wants us to be, but in our humanity, we don't always succeed. And I'm sure there were many times in Margaret's life when she did not succeed. But she knew the grace of our Heavenly Father. And she knew that she wanted to be like he wanted her to be. And I'm sure that when she failed, that she felt very sorry about it. And she asked for his forgiveness. It is true that no one can truly know all the journey that has shaped our heart and our soul. But it's also true that no journey goes unnoticed. For you see, life is a succession of moments. And except in those moments when we are totally alone, we live out those moments before the eyes and the ears of those who are around us. In those moments, we are noticed. What we say, what we do, how we act, what we take, what we give, what we care about, what we hate, what we honor, what we disdain, who we befriend, who we ignore, who we help, who we turn away, who we love, who we are in that moment is noticed and remembered. And in every moment, we have the power to choose who we will be and what others will see. Margaret's journey has come to an end. And the choices she made on her journey not only defined who she was, but also touched the lives of the people who shared many of those moments on her journey. Life is like that. People can talk about how unfair life is to them, but how unfair is it to have the opportunity to touch someone's life with love, to build them up, 
to encourage them, to touch them with tenderness, to touch them with compassion, to show them the love of God and fail to do so? How unfair. As I said earlier, I only knew Margaret for a short time on her journey. But in those moments that our journeys crossed, I was struck by her gentleness, her kindness, her encouragement, and most of all, her love for God. In the short time I knew her, she left fingerprints on my life. I found another one today, and I was once again surprised to know the gracious words of a friend were heard, and though unnoticed up till then, I saw clearly where it had been left by someone long ago. The words of kindness given me had caused reflection upon my days, and gazing down, I suddenly found the memory of someone very kind who had touched this life of mine and left the trait now praised. Sometimes I fancy I am a self-made man, but the folly cannot sustain. When I open the door, I cannot ignore what I see so clearly upon my heart, people who touched my life in part and whose fingerprints remain. When I stand before God, my hope is not for great deeds the Father might find. I want the surprise when I hear of the lives I have touched when I was unaware, the joy of discovery that I was there, leaving my fingerprints behind. Your life is a journey, and you've been given the power to choose what you will do on this journey. You do not know when life will end, but you also don't know what life will bring. So choose every day wisely. Walk hand in hand with your Creator. Let His steps guide your steps so that not only will God's fingerprints be seen in your life, but they will be seen in the hearts of others you have touched on your journey. Choose now to hold the Master's hand and let Him lead you on your life's journey. And when the journey ends, He will lead you across the river into the eternal life that is prepared for you. Margaret requested two songs. We played one in a video, and she asked me to sing one, and I'd like to sing it for you now.
precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am Sunday, February the 13th, Margaret Widener stood by the river, and the Lord took her hand, and together they walked across the river to the promised land, heaven. My friends, Margaret is home. Pray with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, you know our hearts feel an emptiness that was once filled with the presence of Margaret. But we also know that she is now in your presence, and we rejoice with her and for her. As we move on from this moment in our journey, may we, like Margaret, choose to make each moment of our journey a step closer to your everlasting presence. Lead us forward now, Father, and may we follow to the end of our journey. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen.
this concludes our service here. Um, we're going to go out to Paulette. Uh, some of you know where that's at. Uh, we're going to go by Crosland's Corner. Uh, I heard some of them used to buy beer there at Crosland's Corner. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and then we're turning and go west through Paulette and we'll go five miles west of Paulette and then turn south south on uh, Farm and Market Road 1455, which we would pass the Congregational Church there at Paulette. So y'all are welcome to follow me. Uh, we'll, when we get everybody gets to the graveyard and we're satisfied everybody's there, we'll do the burial of the urn. And thank you all for coming out today. Thank you. Thank you.